Welcome to Two Therapists Talking. The hope for this podcast is to talk about important issues related to couples and individuals who are struggling in their lives with many different issues. I'm David Thompson, a marriage and family therapist. And I'm Sherry Christensen, marriage and family therapist. Please join us as we explore these issues together, and we hope you will learn and be enlightened along the way. Come find us at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm David. And I'm Sherry. Today, we wanted to follow up on one of my very favorite subjects. We talked a little bit about this in the Power of Perspective episodes that Uh we did recently, and I love talking about perspective. So the idea is that you feel the way you think, and so if you want to feel better, you learn how to manage your thinking better. Challenge some of your belief patterns and things. And you have a surprising ability to do this, by the way. So CBT stands for Cognitive Behavior Therapy. Mm -hmm. And Aaron Beck, David Burns kind of pioneered this. And he wrote an amazing book called Feeling Good. And actually, he has a new one called Feeling Great. David Burns did. David Burns. Yes. And so here is the premise behind cognitive behavior therapy. Number one, you feel the way you think. And so if your feelings are negative, it's because you're thinking negative. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking negative, then you have thinking errors. And we've heard about thinking errors before. Right. For example, all or nothing thinking. Yes. Black or white thinking. Yes. These are more common thinking errors. Catastrophizing. Mm-hmm. But they have a surprising effect on our day-to-day moods. Yeah. We just don't recognize it. It's sort of on autopilot. Yeah. We don't give it that weight. And we will often come through and think, okay, I'm, I'm feeling this way because life is going this way. Because right. the facts of my life are occurring this way. When in reality, it is the thought processes... Um, the meaning that we've made of the facts that are causing it, the feelings. Right. Which seems so simple, right? But it's absolutely true. A lot of research mm-hmm. has been done on CBT and it has proven more effective and more effective long-term than anything else we've ever tested, including yeah. pharmaceuticals, medications, you name it. Yeah. So it's legit. And so that's a really good pattern and a good thing to implement for both um, addicts and their spouses. It's something I often will ask um, both sides to be journaling about. Um, You know, when they say, well, you want me to journal? Like, what do you want me to journal about? How do you want me to journal? Um, There are a lot of different exercises that we can have people do. And this is a real... A real big one for both sides is to, okay, let's look at journaling about the processes that are going on in your brain and how that's affecting uh, your life and what you can do to shift those. And there are some excellent resources. So hopefully this is just planting some seeds. One of my favorite resources, if you are really interested in this or feel like it would really make a difference, 
is 10 Days to Mm Self-Esteem by David Burns. It's a workbook, so it's not a real long read. In fact, you do a lot of writing and a lot of thinking right away. Which is great. It is great. And I recommend couples do this together. They both buy a workbook, so they have their own, and they do the exercises together and review it together. And you need that accountability anyway. And so if your spouse is struggling, you can say, hey, we just read about this. What about it? What are you thinking right now? Are you applying it? And that can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. So some really great resources out there, but we want to give you kind of a basic, simple, what does this look like? How does it apply exactly in our lives? One of my favorite approaches to this idea of cognitive behavior therapy is the ABCD approach. You could say absidy. <laughs> I was I was teasing David about that earlier before we started. If you you know are a Utah parent and you name your child Absidy. No. Absidy. <laughs> no. It's an easy way to remember it. Yeah. I think it's spelled the same too. A B C D, right? Yeah. When it's a name. Yeah. Yeah. So if your name is Absidy, please don't be offended. I promise <laughs> we're not <laughs> trying to do that at all. It's it's I actually like it. Absidy is a cool sound, but yeah. it helps us remember this. So here's what they stand for. If you want, take notes because this will be helpful. Yes, this is a great, again, tool to use, resource to use in your journaling um, and your processing on your own, right? That first one, A, is the activating event. So this is um, sometimes the way that I describe it is a little bit different than using ABCD. Um, but so f- this would be the fact. This is the actual fact of the event of what happened. You could say actual fact and it would start with A. It would start with A. Here, there you go. There you go. The fact of what happened. It isn't the meaning that you made of it. It isn't the feeling. It's the fact. This is right. the situation. Which... If you read Feeling Good, it has a really simple diagram of the side of a face, kind of a side profile, just the outline, and dots to an event. And the event is neither positive or negative. It just is. It just is. It's sort of like dependent upon you to do something with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so activating event or actual fact, both are really kind of (laughs) the same thing. This is what happened that started the negative feelings. Because to do ABCD, the cue would be you feel bad. This is when we want you to consider ABCD and go through it is because I feel bad. I feel sad. I feel negative. I feel angry. I feel down. I I feel feel resentful. I I feel feel hurt. That's how you know to begin this. And Mm -hmm. ideally, you go through ABCD every single time you feel bad, which in the beginning often means a lot. But the good news is, in time, it will become how you think, Mm -hmm. and you will feel better. And so your subconscious belief about yourself informs your conscious thinking. If my subconscious belief is that I am not good enough, it's going to inform my conscious thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see situations from, from the perspective lens. of, from the lens of, through the lens of, I'm not good enough. And so yeah. someone gives me a compliment and I don't believe it. I doubt it because I'm not good enough. And if they really knew me, they would not compliment me. Or 
somebody says, you know what, you really screwed up, then it's like, of course, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I'm I not did. Good enough. This is yeah. what I do. So that subconscious belief is ever present. We just want to change it from a negative, like not good enough, to a positive, I am good enough. Mm-hmm. And then your life will follow. So that's the cool thing. You can program your brain. Yeah. We program your brain. It's already been programmed, but it's negative, and we need it to be positive. Maybe. It might be negative. I've never met anybody ever that was positive, unless they've gone through a change process already, which is fantastic, <laughs> but I really believe from birth You mean birth no one up, besides me, because I think we've already had that discussion that I sort of see Sherry, the world <laughs> from this positive angle. <laughs> Yep. Some people are definitely more naturally that way. So this will be really helpful. So A is you identify the activating event or the actual fact. Mm -hmm. And this process can be done very quickly and simply, by the way, we'll make it sound a little long and complicated, but toward the end, we'll give some examples that will hopefully help. Yeah. So that first one is activating event. So that's A. B is the belief. This is a big one. This is how you've interpreted that fact or that situation, whether that's like a failure about yourself or like, you know, a belief about yourself or a belief about the world, um, about life. That's the meaning that you're making out of the situation. So in other words, you know, I think our greatest fears are fear of failure, fear of loss. Mm -hmm. I believe that. And so something happened and now we're making a belief about ourself about what happened and keep in mind again this is autopilot stuff you're not consciously thinking oh well that happened therefore i am it just is more of like a sense a feeling Mm -hmm. that's been there for a really long time and you probably haven't believed that you could change it because it's just always been there you actually can but awareness of this process is going to be required and so a, something happens, activating event. B, what's the belief about yourself or about life? Either I'm a failure, I'm not good enough, or often you have them both. Life will never get me what I want. Yeah. It's for everybody else, but not for me. So they're going to have the family and the house and the white picket fence, and they seem so happy. That's just not ever going to be for me. Mm-hmm. So that's the belief that comes from the event. And sometimes you have to peel the layers back. When I'm doing this in session with a client, they will give me a very simple belief. And I'll say, okay, dig deeper, keep going, dig deeper, keep going. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to do that. And you'll always arrive at, I'm bad. I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. I've never seen it not arrive there. If they're being honest and, and continue to dig. Yeah. But we'll feel that deep inside whether you arrive there or not consciously. And so we want to get there and know what we're dealing with, what we're working with. So mm-hmm. that's B. C is consequences of the belief. So this is how you feel and how you act. Now, hopefully this will help. I want you to imagine this is the consequences. I want you to imagine a circle. And there are four boxes in this circle. Let's say there's a box at 12 o'clock, a box at 3 o'clock, a box at 6, and a box at 9. So it goes clockwise through these boxes. And here's the four boxes. The very top box is thoughts. 
that's 12 o'clock. At 3 o'clock, your thoughts lead to feelings or mood or emotions. Mm -hmm. That's the 3 o'clock. You follow that down to 6 o'clock, and your feelings and mood and emotions lead to actions and behavior or inaction, depending on what it is. Mm -hmm. And that follows back up to 9 o'clock, which is the results of this process. And the results are either connection or disconnection. And then that feeds back into the thoughts again at 12 o'clock. So I want you to imagine this circle in your mind. This is the consequences of the belief. For example, you take a test or exam and do not score very well. That's the activating event. That just is, right? That's the fact. Yeah. The B, belief, is now how you interpret that. And it would be pretty easy to interpret, I'm not as smart. I'm not as capable. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong with me. I can't test well. I mean, you can see, you can go on and on. But it's a negative belief about yourself. So let's plug that in. failure space there. Yeah. Let's plug that into the thoughts at the top of our little circle. If the thought is, I am not very smart. Yeah, not very smart. I'm a failure. I'm a failure. Um, Man, I can't do this right. I always screw up. Follow that around to the three o'clock feelings, mood, emotion. How am I going to feel with that thought? And now if you're doing this, like as we talk about these and I'm saying, hey, pull out your journal and process your own experience. Again, remember that that emotion wheel that you can Google, just Google emotion wheel, it'll come up with, you know, lots of different colors and lots of different emotions on there. Super helpful to use in these types of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to kind of throw that out there as we're talking about the feelings on that side. But how would you feel then if if the thought is I'm a failure, I can never do anything right, I'm, you know, terrible, all of that, feelings are going to be things like sad, worthless, rejected, despair, maybe. Yeah. There we Hopeless, go. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might end up feeling isolated if you feel like everyone else seems to be able to do this just fine. What's wrong with me? Right. In fact, that kind of leads to... Oh, yeah. Our six o'clock. So yes. So the feeling, the mood, the behavior is negative. Any negative emotion. Mm-hmm. What actions and behavior will follow that negative emotion? And... Sometimes in my office, it almost feels like a trick question. Clients will be like, what do I do if I feel that way? Well, I kind of don't do anything. It's like, aha, yeah. (laughs) It's inaction in this case. Most of us feeling negative, and it depends on your personality. Um, Most of us, if we feel sad and negative and worthless and Mm -hmm. like a failure, we withdraw. We isolate. isolate. We pull away. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty natural that that happens. And if we're doing those things, let's come back up now to our nine o'clock. Is that going to result in connection or disconnection? Yeah. And with whom? Well, with everybody. Including yourself. Definitely yourself. Because you're not believing truth about yourself. If you ask me, um, our connection 
most important connections in this order are your higher power, yourself, and others. And it'll be all three that you feel Mm -hmm. disconnected from and how sad that is, right? And if you follow this around back to where we started at 12 o'clock thoughts, how will your thoughts be impacted by this disconnection? It's just easier now to default to see this belief of I'm a failure or I'm not good enough is reinforced over and over because I see it here and I see it there. And this person said this and that happened. And And because of the disconnection, you you know, the more that you feel disconnected, the more that you're not going to feel like you have worth, like you're good enough, like you can do the things, you know, be the person you want to be. Yeah. So those are the consequences. That A, B, C, D, C stands for consequences of the belief. That circle hopefully helps you to see the consequences of the belief. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as you go through that, you can think through some of the other, what are some other consequences to not feeling good? Some of the other actions that might happen. Maybe you act out. Right. Maybe you go to other people and try to get them to, you know, oh, no, it's okay. You're really okay. You're really good. And sometimes that can be helpful if you end up having a healthy conversation about it. Or sometimes it's just another way to, like, put someone else in charge of what's going on for you and kind of check out, which ultimately does lead you to disconnection because it's not a healthy way of connecting with someone else. So there are a lot of other things that you can do in that circle that can be a result of the feelings that arise. Right. You may be more of a doer and you get angry and you lash out and Mm -hmm. you, you know, I think we've all been there where something else is going on and we're taking it out on people around us and they're saying, what is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's a lot of different, different things that you can notice in those actions um, that lead to more disconnection. Right. Ooh, heavy stuff. If that's where we left it, ABC, <laughs> it would be very sad. But here's the best part. You D. get to shift. You get to change. D is the change. D is the change. D stands for dispute the belief. You're not disputing the activating event or the actual fact, right? It happened. Yeah. You're disputing your interpretation Yes, the meaning that you're making of that. Exactly. So this is the thought that challenges the beliefs about yourself. So this can look and sound like a lot of different things. I'm just going to share with you my very favorite that for me like works every single time. (laughs) But you find one that works for you. Here's mine. My dispute starts with even though and then i describe the activating event or the actual fact in other words even though i flunked out of my test even though i flunked my test okay um, even though this person yelled at me even though i forgot to pay that bill even though i mean you can fill in any negative uh really any event but any event that led to you feeling negative mm-hmm For me, I don't know why this works so well. It just feels truer for me to start with an even though. Even though I just yelled at my children. Yeah. That just really, I don't know, makes it real for me. But we're not done. Here's the second half of that. 
I'm still worth it. Or probably the one I use the most is I'm okay. It's not I'm on top of the world. I feel so good. I just forgot to pay this bill and I hurt my <laughs> children's feelings. And suddenly, poof, my whole life is fine. No, um, but the I'm okay really resonates with me. So even though I just failed this test, I'm okay. Now that may not seem like a really big shift and it may not be a really big shift. However, let's plug I'm okay into the thoughts at 12 o'clock. Let's yeah. go back to our will. Yes. If the thought is, I'm okay, what's the feeling or the mood or the emotion with that? How does that shift things? I mean, literally, okay can be the emotion. I feel okay. Mm-hmm. I f- but what else comes with that? There Maybe instead of all that negative, maybe it's just content. I'm content. Feeling content. I'm I'm not on top of the world, feeling amazing, but I don't feel so bad either. Yeah, maybe there's some value there. Like I feel more valued. It's not so low. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the trick of this whole process because that subtle shift, which may not seem like a lot, well, we follow it around. What actions or behavior will follow? I'm okay and I feel better. And I feel content and I feel feel like I have some value. Like just. What are you you going to do? Yes. You're going to do things that completely differently than I feel despair. I feel rejected. I feel abandoned or. Even if all you did was not withdraw or Mm -hmm. isolate or pull away, Mm -hmm. you're doing better. And that's the shift. So you're more likely to talk to somebody. You're more likely to share. You're more likely to do any one of a number of self-care type things, Mm -hmm. which will lead to, if we go up to 9 o'clock, our results, connection, not disconnection. And again, this may sound like, well, it's not that big of a change, but... Actually, it feels like a pretty significant change. It may take you a bit, but now imagine every single negative emotion. You're going through this ABCD process and arriving at, even though my spouse looked at porn, even though I wrecked the car, even though I hurt my children's feelings, even though I forgot about this lesson I was teaching, Even though whatever, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm still worth it. That will be a significant shift, I promise. And the results, most importantly, will be connection, not disconnection. Now, here's the best part. I know. Like, that wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. It was great. Here's, I think, the very best part of all of this. In time, and you're going to have to do this consistently, I hope, but in time, your core belief of I'm not good enough will shift to Mm -hmm. I am good enough and what a difference that will make yeah that's a big change it's a tremendous change yeah yeah and you'll begin to see yourself for who you really are not as a human doing a human performance a human like earning but a human being whose worth and value is set and immutable indisputable unchangeable Mm -hmm. And that's going to make all the difference. So 
I can tell you from experience that this process will take a while. However, it can absolutely be accomplished. And before I was really, it was really easy for me to be hard on myself and it would always go to some failure, that I'm a failure. Now, when I do something, that's not a very good thing. I go to uh, knucklehead, what do I need to do to fix this? And no longer is it like I'm defective. Now it's a behavior. Now it's an attitude. Now it's a word that was just less effective. And I often got to take a deep breath and gather myself and then I fix it. I do not go into shame. It stays in a very healthy, guilty range, which is what we want. Right. And I do something about it. Whereas before, if I'm a failure, I, I, I can't fix that. Yeah. So I would Just quit and give up. Just down. Yeah. yeah. And so it makes a big difference. Let's run through one more example. Yeah. Just to make sure. Relevant example. Let's, um, let's maybe even use an example. So what I love about this that we've just described is this getting down to that, you know, personal failure, you know, all of those different kinds of things. Let's use maybe a couple example where, um, cause when we have these patterns with couples that develop over time, you have, um, ways that you start responding to each other, right? Those, those kind of, you get these things that we start to believe that the other person means when they look at us a certain way or different things like that. We become mind readers, right? Yes. And so we can use this same type of a pattern to kind of combat maybe some of those situations as well. Mm -hmm. It's a little, little different approach. So for example, uh, your spouse walks by and, you know, gives you a look, right? So A, the activating event is this look. So the belief, again, this isn't maybe necessarily, it may be about you, but it may be just about the situation in general. So it's going to be, this is going to be a little shift, a little different this time through, but could be they're really mad about something else that I did or right. They're irritated. Yeah. So we could just use that. Like they're irritated with me, irritated with me and mad at me. If you peel the layers back, where are you going to arrive? Because if they're disappointed in me, what does that mean about me? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I screwed up again. Well, if you screwed up again, what does that mean about you? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I screw up a lot. Well, okay. If you screw up a lot, what does that mean about you? Well, I'm kind of, you'll eventually get to where it's like, oh, I am a failure. I, I yeah. am not good enough. Like I do. I'm, I'm bad or I'm, I'm stupid or I'm, this is where it will go if we peel it back far enough. So then putting that, the beliefs there that you've kind of arrived at, like, oh, they're upset at me. They don't, they're mad at me. They don't want to be close to me. So then again, that's your thoughts at the 12 o'clock, right? Here, we're going to go through the consequences. So the feelings then at your three o'clock would be rejection, abandonment, you know, all of those kinds of feelings, mm -hmm. right? 
I'm unwanted, I'm not desirable, I'm not attractive, I'm foolish, I'm, yeah. And you're going to feel very negative, mm-hmm. you're going to feel sad, you're going to feel hurt. So then you take that around to your six o'clock, which would be your actions and behaviors. What do you do when you feel that way? Withdraw and isolate every time. Yes. Because I'm I'm hurting. Right. Or, or if you're a pursuer, if then... If you're a pursuer, then you probably are going to be angry. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> Which... Wait a minute. Why would you give me that look? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Do you think you do everything right? Yes. You and you and become... that attack back. Attack or defensive. Mm-hmm. Which probably is not going to elicit a great response from them. Yep. And ultimately... Leads to disconnection, which is your nine o'clock. Disconnection. Yep. Yeah. Who heavy. So, D, dispute. Remember, you're disputing the belief, not what happened. Mm-hmm. What happened, you still got the look. Except yeah. now, even though my spouse gave me that look, I'm okay. I'm still worth it. I matter. I'm mm-hmm. important. And what shift is going to happen in your feelings? You're just going to feel settled. You're, You're just... going to feel better. Settled. And then that's going to lead to acting in more connecting ways. Yep. Maybe saying, oh, hey, like, I noticed you gave me this look. Could you tell me a little bit about what that meant? Right. And maybe have a conversation. And maybe the answer is, I gave you a look. Oh, <laughs> probably I, that's I didn't the answer. mean to. I was <laughs> just walking by or, you know, whatever. I was thinking really hard about something. I always used to tease my mom about that when she thinks really hard, when she concentrates. She has the most horrific looks. I mean, she just looks <laughs> like she's going to skin you alive. Um, but that's not what's going on, right? She's somewhere completely different, that's not even true. thinking about what's going on. So. It can lead you to more of a connecting place because you can say, hey, what's going on? Right. And that is the point of the whole process. Remember your cue to begin this ABCD cycle within yourself is that you feel bad. Now you can do this on positive thoughts too. You'll just see it in reverse where I made a positive Mm -hmm. (laughs) belief or interpretation from that event, which is cool. But definitely effective for negative events so that you can feel better. Yeah. So again, really good thing to be journaling about to kind of get yourself into that place where you can start to recognize and start to pull yourself down to kind of these things that are more subconscious, the beliefs that that you arrive at. And then as you do that more consistently and you kind of get get used to it and get practiced in it, then you can more quickly do it as you go throughout your day. And you'll find that you might have to do it a lot and you'll get better at this ABCD. Mm-hmm. In fact, you'll kind of go BD. Anytime. <laughs> you really will. Yeah. It'll be, Oh, I feel like I'm this, but I'm okay. It'll, it'll start to happen a lot faster, mm-hmm. but you'll believe it and it'll start to shift your perspective, which means um, relationships around you, 
will notice. People will feel more connection because you're not as angry, you're not as withdrawn, you're not as upset. It will just have a really good impact all around. Yeah. So here's your homework. There you go. Implement this into your life. Yes. See if it fits. Try it. And if it helps, awesome. If it doesn't help or it doesn't seem to make any difference, don't worry about it. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Two Therapists Talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at twotherapisttalking.com or email podcast at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.